1: The N-O-L-E-D oled display in the Cadillac Escalade has 38 total diagonal inches of color display. So why do we give it a curve, too? I guess you could say we like to bend the rules. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. I'm Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Injury Lawyers. Is your insurance company forcing you to go back to work when your doctors say you can't? If this sounds familiar, look no further than my
0: law firm. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Lou. Apologies for this podcast coming out a couple hours late. Um, Yeah, I mean, sometimes, you know, people got lives. Rarely do I have things in my life, but, you know, sometimes people, you know, a man's got to do what a man's got to do. The Raptors took down the Miami Heat by a score of 115 to 112. I was at the game. It was um, was a pretty fun game, I thought. Fun in the sense that it was a very, you know, competitive and intense game. There's a lot of chess match things going on between Dwayne and between Eric Spolstra. Shout out to Spo, holding it down for all the Asians everywhere. But um, yeah, man, uh, it was a it was a fun game from that perspective. It Was very competitive. A lot of tough shots. Um, but it was also not a fun game because the Raptors um, nearly shot the bed once again in crunch time, which. Um, you know, is becoming a a problem, and probably their biggest problem at the moment. Um, you know, uh, the Raptors had a 17-point lead going into the fourth quarter. Um, the Heat bench did a number on the Raptors bench for a little bit because they kept getting offensive rebounds, and because the Raptors weren't making a couple of shots. But ultimately, it still came down, and like four minutes left in the fourth quarter, the Raptors were still up 17 after Delon Wright pump fake somebody and hit a three. And then Kyle Lowry got a three after that. And so, you know, it should be a win. I mean, 17 points It's uh, in four minutes is a lot to blow. But um, the Raptors, you know, proceeded to give up a couple of threes. And then it was down to like a ten-point game. And then a couple minutes went by. I mean, they were still up like ten with like two minutes left. And, uh, yeah, you know, it became very tight. It became very close. It became a one-possession game. Yeah. Um, the Raptors had to get a couple of clutch stops. And the reason they had to get a couple of clutch stops is because their offense stopped working. Um, you know, if you, the Heat outscore the Raptors 31 to 17 in the fourth quarter, um, a lot of that is because the Raptors just, you know, I don't even know what else to say really. They just kind of climb up during crunch time. Uh, the pace and the aggression of which the Raptors played with early in the game like completely evaporates. It comes down to slow possessions. They start walking the ball up for some reason. Um, they don't involve the big nearly as much as they normally do. Um, and, you know, there's some mitigating factors. There always is. Like, in this game, for example, the Heat, uh, we're getting away with playing incredibly physical defense, which, you know, that's kind of what the Heat do. Like, they're just... They try really hard. They, they work you. And, um, honestly, it, it works really well for them. It, it does. Like... um, they either they're constantly active or they never get tired. They they scrap like dogs and you know, hats off to the Heat for playing that way. Um, especially if the referees allow them to play defense like that, it's kind of like what the what the Memphis Grizzlies used to do, which is just like we'll be crazy physical, you're not going to foul out all our guys, and you eventually reach a point where okay, we'll just let you do this. And at that point, the Heat are very formidable, and that's pretty much what happened here today. Um, But, I mean, that's no excuse for the Raptors. I mean, we've seen, it would be if, you know, the Raptors hadn't played um, pretty poorly in crunch time throughout the entire season. And once again, it was like that today. You got some Kyle Lowry fadeaway jumpers over seven-footers. You get some Kyle Lowry 35-feet pull-ups because the offense is stagnant. You get DeMar DeRozan getting into the lane, uh, getting fouled, and then no calls, and then him being angry about it. I mean, like, you know, you get Valanciunas bricking an open layup. You get Delon Wright bricking an open layup. That's kind of how this stuff goes, man. And uh, going the other way, I mean, all these bad shots leads to, you know, bad defensive sequences where the Raptors were um, not great defensively throughout the game. Um, The Heat were very active in terms of running um, their players around screens and dribble handoffs. And, you know, the Raptors just didn't really have much of an answer for that because – a lot of that involved um, Jonas Valanciunas, and he is their weak link on defense, and the Heat ruthlessly targeted Valanciunas. So if you go back and watch highlights, just watch the highlights of the made baskets, okay, and just see how many of those plays involve a screen or a handoff involving Valanciunas. The Heat were like, targeting him from the minute he walked onto the court. Um, but, you know, it's just... Uh, it, I don't know, man. It's just even, like, loose balls. Like, the Heat beat the Raptors to a bunch of loose balls in the fourth quarter. And, um, you know, off those scramble plays, um, as my man Jurgen Klopp says, um, you know, the best playmaker is, like, chaos and, and changing possessions um, in scramble opportunities because the defense is not set up whatsoever to guard that. And the and the Heat got a lot of spare threes from that. We're talking, like, Karan Dragic hit a three. Wayne Ellen's going to hit a three. Um, uh, Tyler Johnson got some buckets from that stuff, like, Josh Richardson hit a three, like, it, a lo- that's pretty much how the comeback happened, but if you take a step back and look at the bigger picture, it's the fact that the Raptors become tentative in the fourth quarter, they don't really, they're not aggressive um, with the lead, which is normal, like, a lot of the teams are not aggressive with the lead, um, but, it's just at some point you have to kick in and say, okay, here we're gonna run, we're gonna go back to, um, like something's just got a spark in your mind that like we gotta come together, we gotta play the way we normally play, we gotta be aggressive, we gotta play without fear. Um, and the Raptors just generally don't do that. It, it's 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 annoying, and you know I liked um, honestly it, it kind of made this win feel like a loss. I mean, like I'm talking about it as if we lost. The Raptors won the game. We're now forty and sixteen. Which is wild. Um, there's that Phil Jackson thing where he was always talking about elite teams winning 40 games before losing 20 games. And the Raptors are there. There are 40 games, uh, 40 wins. They have 16 losses. They're on pace for a 60-win season. And they're top in the East. It's it's all good right now. It, it's all good right now. But And they won six straight. But honestly, like... You got to be stay focused on the bigger picture, and the Raptors are playing towards something uh, bigger than regular season success. I mean, they're going to have a lot of regular season success, um, you know, provided that they stay healthy. Knock on wood. But um, you know, like, just these are problems. There are, these are problems, and this is something that the Raptors. Every time they go out on the court, they stall something to play for. When you have problems like that, you can try to go fix them, and you should be aiming to fix them. And I love the way Dwayne Casey responded. Um, in the post game he was very pissed off he took one question and he wanted to come off the podium which is not usual for Dwayne Case. He's, I'm the, you know we all know Dwayne like a, a you know a utmost gentleman whatever um always very courteous but you, you could tell man he wanted to get back to the locker room he wanted to talk to his players some more because like the way they close this game especially given all the emphasis the Raptors have put on how to close games um, it's just really disappointing. It it just is. And, uh, you know, Dwayne talked about that. He didn't really give his this team a pass. You know, like, he didn't give his stars a pass, he, you know, as the leaders of this team, and often the reason why the Raptors slow down and, and play the type of offense that they do. Dwayne, you know, let them let them have it. You know, he was talking about how it, they were comfortable, too comfortable on offense, and they were piss poor on defense. And I like that Dwayne didn't let his players off the hook. Um you know, because you know, you know what we all know what doing what it said in years past. It would have been like, you know, uh, you know Kyle Lowry, you know he makes that. she has to go too shy. Like he makes, you know, we trust him. He makes it 99 times out of 100. And We're like, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He shouldn't be running to the baseline and taking a pull up jumper over Bam Adebayo. You, he just wouldn't do that at any other point in the game. He just wouldn't. Right. Like it's just the Raptors wouldn't be walking the ball up and, and like running dribble weaves that, that lead nowhere, that, that shift, nothing within the defense, no switches are happening, nothing. It's not like that. And, and, you know, with DeMar, like, it's just like DeMar doesn't get at tunnel vision like that in the rest of the game. He just doesn't. I, I mean, I know he was coming off a crazy, crazy third quarter where he had 19 points. So, you know, he's feeling himself, but a lot of the times when he got doubled up top, you know, he wasn't giving the ball up to JV as he normally wouldn't earlier in the game. He wasn't finding the weak side shooter. He wasn't, you know, um, I, I don't know, splitting the double team and stuff. He doesn't really split the double team. He just has done a good job of passing. But late in the games, you know, we all know Rosen doesn't pass. So, um, I like that Dwayne went into his team for that. That's uh, That shows a focus towards something bigger. And, um, you know, it shows that the Raptors aren't satisfied. I mean, like, shit, they won six in a row. They're at 40 wins. It's, it's all good. Um, but man, like, it, it almost, this almost felt like a loss, it really does, but, uh, no, it was a win, it's a win, it's fine, whatever, like, the. I think the bottom line is, the, if the Raptors hit threes, it's over, like, Raptors today, 13-35 to from three, it's not even that impressive, the Heat also hit 12 threes, which is more impressive for me, because the Heat are not a good shooting team, um, but the bottom line is, the Raptors, if they hit threes, it, like, basically, if they qualify for that Popeyes, like, giveaway, it's over for the other team. It just is. Like that's that's where the Raptors are with their defense and everything else. Like it just comes down to that last thing of can you hit threes? And you know, when you get threes in the fourth quarter from Delon Wright, um, from Kyle Lowry, um, from Van Vliet, like you know, when OG hits two threes early in the game, um, you know, like that's kind of enough. It just is. Like that's the the offense is too good for that stuff. So um A lot to work with, but still, there's some positives in this win. Uh, In terms of your three stars, first star, I'm giving that to Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry was um, really good at the start of the game. Wasn't as good in the end of the game. I thought he took some gambles and stuff. I don't like that Lowry doesn't play completely out of control and he gambles more in the fourth quarter. Like, he had a bad fall on um, Tyler Johnson driving to the basket after DeMar missed a layup. Kyle just fouled him for no reason, which, you know, it just just doesn't make any sense. Like the Heat necessarily weren't really getting good looks. Most of the offense coming off scramble, so I don't really see the need to po- reach in around after getting blown by. Like I, I don't really see that. But overall, a very good game from Kyle Lowry. Twenty two points, four rebounds, uh, eight assists, two steals, four uh, four of eight shooting from deep, eight of seventeen shooting overall. Um, Lowry's um, yeah, his three point shooting. Uh, in the first half was kind of crazy like there was um towards the end of the, the end of the first half the Raptors went two for one with like 30 seconds left the Raptors had the ball Lyra walked it up and pulled it right up on Dragic's face which is so satisfying because Goran Dragic man that have some self-respect Goran Dragic honestly like just, just respect yourself the way you play the way you kick your legs up and then the way you complain and the way you push off people is disgusting uh I had no love for Duran Dragic whatsoever. But, yeah, Lowry hit a three right in his face. And then the Raptors came back and off a scramble play, like Kyle Lowry was on the floor and he kind of, like, threw the ball up from behind his head over, uh, at this time, a good contest from Dragic. And somehow Lowry beat the buzzer. Lowry also had a three in the fourth quarter as well. But just overall, Lowry was was really good with the team. And um, uh, I liked the way they played. I also liked the fact that, you know, even though this game was kind of tight, like, Lowry and DeRozan only played 33 and 35 minutes, which is kind of high for them of late. Like, they actually had to play in the fourth quarter, but even in a closer game, they didn't play a lot of minutes, which is great because the Raptors have a back-to-back coming up. See, it's all about the bigger picture, man. So, good job Dwayne Casey on that part. Second star, I'm giving it to DeMar DeRozan. Again, like, you could kind of knock him for a lot of shit that he was doing in the fourth quarter. Like, it just it wasn't great. Although, if you look at the replays, like, He made some plays for other people that people just had to come up with. Like, Valanciunas, you got to make that layup at the end, man. You just do. But then again, if Valanciunas doesn't have the ball for, like, an hour, yeah, it might be a little bit tough to make a layup in the fourth quarter. But still, it's a layup. DeMar DeRozan gave you a layup. You should make that layup. Um, And I thought DeMar took some bad shots early in the game, but that third-quarter stretch was pretty much what won the Raptors this game. He had 19 points. He was hitting jumpers. I thought he hit multiple threes, but I think he had some, like, foot-on-the-line DeRozan threes that are twos. Um, but yeah, just throws and getting to the basket, uh, reverse layups, getting fouled, um, you know, pull up jumpers, put back dunks. Like Demar was snapping in that third quarter, and that's pretty much how the Raptors won this game. So I feel like that outweighs the, you know, weak first half and the weak fourth quarter. Like, but you know, yeah, I thought I thought I don't know. Overall, Demar had twenty seven points and 25 shooting, which is not great. It's not. It's not great, but, um, yeah, I thought just his scoring the third quarter alone was so impactful that it kind of outweighs the rest. And then in terms of your third star, I'm giving it to Fred Van Vliet. Uh, Van VanVleet, 10 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 steals off the bench, 4 of 8 shooting from the field, 2 of 3 from deep. Um, I just love the way Van VanVleet played this entire game, man. He uh, was one of the few players, him and Siakam were the two players that kind of matched the heat for their energy and aggression. And uh, Van Vliet won a lot of loose balls in the end of the third quarter, and to spark the Raptors' run to uh, you know finish the quarter fourteen and twenty six. Um, but uh, also, you know, Van Vleet hitting some threes, um, just you know running the offense and stuff like that. Nice pass to Purdle for a dunk, like you know, just Van leet has been really solid, and uh, he got a chance to um, lead that. Uh, for, you know, honestly, in the fourth quarter, like it, it wasn't great, but you know he was able to lead the Raptors to like an even, a tie with the the Heat, and that that's not easy, man. Like the Heat's bench, it's not bad. Like everybody on the Heat bench had like ten points or more. Like Dwayne had ten, Ellington had fifteen, Adibato had eleven, James Johnson had sixteen. Like that's not easy, right? So um, yeah, I thought Van Blee played well, um, and you know Delon Wright got to close the game out. Um, which, I, I get, like, I normally would support. If you want defense, that's what you would do. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, uh, Van Bleed also played really well, so, given the third side to Van Bleed. And then, in terms of the James, or, uh, James, the Gerald Henderson Award. um, Given that to... I don't know, it's tough. Like, a lot of Heat players played well, I thought, in this game. Um, I'll give it to Wayne Ellington. It's not an unusual game from Ellington. Like, he only hit threes. He hit five threes for 15 points, seven rebounds. But I just thought, well, Ellington's, like, energy um, and screening and everything was just top-notch. It really helped set in motion, like, what the Heat were trying to do. Like, his movement and its perpetual movement. This man does not stop moving. Um, he plays like he has ADD out there. Like, it's just, like, he is just moving around. He is trying to do new things. He is, like, screening people. He's flashing off screens. He's... Um, being very physical on defense too and honestly like Wayne Ellington is a player that anybody could have had we've seen him play on like six other teams and he lands on Eric Spolster's team in his 30s and he suddenly becomes like (laughs) what looked like Ray Allen with the heat like late in his career so um honestly man Spo is uh what everyone thinks Brad Stevens is and um you know this is an actual example of stretching talent. Like, half of this Heat team played on the D-League, like, w- three years ago. <laughs> I mean, Tyler Johnson, Whiteside, Winslow, Richardson. I'm pretty sure Adebayo had a D-League stint this year. Ellington. Like, this is a lot of D-League-level talent. And, I mean, oh, not D-League-level talent, but, you know, players of the... the that the Heat have taken out of the D League and developed into great players. And um, yeah, man, hats off to Spo for that. So that's uh, about it. Uh, once again, sorry for the late podcast tonight, the game against the Bulls. I will have that tonight. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's good. It's good. I just had to tighten up a couple of things, but overall, things are fine. Things are fine. Um, all right, thanks for listening. I'll be back tonight
1: the available akg 36 speaker sound system in the cadillac escalade provides 360 degree sound so you hear studio sound on the road the 2021 cadillac escalade never stop arriving nobody builds 5g like verizon builds 5g because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in america and the more you do with 5g the more building it right matters the more your network matters